Good morning. This is Steve Sines, your ATL Sherpa. I hope you're doing well. It is Sunday, March 12th, 2023. It's a rainy day in Georgia. And so I thought I'd send out a podcast um, that you might find interesting. This is something you can do on a rainy day. And um, and of course, when it, when the weather gets better, I think you'll find the, the tools that I'm about to share with you um, really valuable when it comes to going out and exploring ATL. But anyway, the, the title of this uh, little special podcast is called, yeah, I got a map for that. And let me tell you the backstory on this. Uh, I posted a, uh, an image of a map or maybe just a link to one of my maps that I have created, uh, on Facebook a couple months ago. And, uh, one of my friends called me the map man, and I, I kind of like that, so I, I took that as a compliment. So I'm I'm, I'm the Map Man, um, aka ATL Sherpa. So anyway, I I if you don't know, I have designed a few maps in the last. Well, I started doing this in 2014, so whatever that is, going on nine years. Holy smokes! I started doing tours and. 2014. And when I started doing tours, I started creating maps and I discovered a, an app, an application called Google My Maps, which is a, a free tool for, for map creators and anybody can use it. And I, I used that map to create my tour maps, uh, when I would, when I would design a tour. And so I've designed really several hundred of them over the last eight or nine years. And so I've got a lot of them I've, I've repurposed and, and sort of turned them into websites. So if you go to exploreatlmaps.com, which is my, my dashboard, exploreatlmaps.com, you will see uh, a lot of links to different websites and different projects that I've created to help people explore ATL and get to learn and connect with the city. Um, and, and most of those websites have, uh, these maps embedded in them. These, these maps that I created on, on Google, my maps, the cool thing about Google, Google, my maps is that you can create some pretty interactive maps. You can, you can upload photos and videos. Um, you can, you can put all kinds of different uh, icons on there. So you'll see, I got, I got pretty creative with, with some of them and I'm going to, I've got a link a little bit later in this podcast that will, will help you find all of those. But anyway, it's a really cool tool and, uh, you can create some pretty, pretty rich maps. When I say rich, I mean, you know, multimedia interactive maps that really help people, uh, go out and explore. And then, um, if you have, um, I think they still have an app. Google has a, another app called Google My Maps, but I think it's only available for Android. But even if you're on an iPhone, what you can do with those with those maps is you can open them up when you're out in the field, as I like to say, out exploring in the field. And if you have your um, location tracker on, of course, you can see where you are on the map. So you can actually use them to guide whether you're walking or on a bike or even driving you can use these maps that I've created to help you get to different places. So um, anyway, that's sort of the background of, about all this. So I'm the map man. And so I, I, ha I do love maps. I, I've got to, I'm not going to lie. I do love maps. I've always loved maps. 
I love maps back in the day when you'd have to stop at a Gulf station or a, a Shell station and buy a map for like, what were they? I think I remember when they were under a dollar, then they probably got into the couple dollars where you open up that map, you lay it out on a, on a table. I mean, I just, I have always just loved maps. I mean, it's better than, than puzzles, putting together puzzles. I mean, you just, you know, anyway, if you like maps, you, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like you can't get enough of them. But anyway, so I've, I've dedicated this podcast to maps and I've kind of broken this down into the past, the present and the future. And I've created lots of links. I've got a probably oh, a couple dozen links in this podcast that I think you're really going to find interesting. Again, on a rainy day, you can start clicking on some of these things and I've, I'll, I'll kind of narrate in a minute. I'll kind of walk you through what I've included here to give you a better feel for what's in here. But I think you're going to really find this interesting, especially if you like maps and especially if you like to explore. But let me start with this wonderful quote about maps. And there's a lot of them, but this is the the one that I found that I wanted to include today is just, it's so perfect. And it's by a filmmaker, a, a Welsh filmmaker by the name of Peter Greenaway. I'm not a huge film buff, but you might recognize that name and you, you probably recognize some of his movies. But anyway, let me read you this quote. I've always been fascinated by maps and cartography. A map tells you where you've been, where you are, and where you're going. In a sense, it's three tenses in one. I love that. I mean, I love the quote, but especially because it dovetails perfectly into my mission, which is to help people connect with Atlanta's past, present, and future all three tenses rolled into one. So I, I've got a link here that if you want to learn more about Peter Greenway or Greenaway, uh, you, you can click on the link there with his name. But let me let me read you a, this one little paragraph that I found about him. And I like this guy already. He's like 80 years old, but I, I'd love to meet this guy because he's, he's, he's my kind of guy. He's our kind of guy if you're an explorer. Here it is. Greenaway boasts what is arguably the most playful CV, curriculum vitae, of any major living director, overflowing with visual puns, mathematical puzzles, and imaginary languages. He's obsessed with lists, maps, and all manner of taxonomic tools that humans have designed to make sense of a chaotic world. That's his structural impulse in action. Even as he so clearly takes pleasure in subverting those very same systems for which he's been labeled a post-structuralist by those who share his affinity for classification. Oh my God, right? Like that is so perfect. Like that really describes any intrepid explorer, right? obsessed with lists, maps, and all manner of taxonomic tools that humans have designed to make sense of a chaotic world. Isn't that what we use maps for? I, I just love that. I, I just, I never heard of the guy until I started working on this podcast and I love him. So I'm going to have to 
uh, dive in and, and get to know uh, Peter Greenaway a little bit better and maybe watch a couple of his films. But he's he's our kind of guy. So anyway, let me tell you what's in here. I've got again, I got this broken down in the past, the present and the future. Um, and so if you go if you scroll down through the list, you're going to see a bunch of links, hyperlinks. Those are in brown here. Um, and if you click on those links, it takes you to these these resources. But let me kind of walk you through what's in here real quick. For the past, uh, there's a lot of information uh, about uh, a lot of access to historical maps about Atlanta, about Georgia. So the first one I would, would recommend here is called the Map Collection. That's from the Atlanta History Center. One of the best places to start, if not the best, if you're interested in Atlanta's past, uh, and if you haven't been to the Atlanta History Center in a long time, just stop what you're doing and and go. Like go there, do, go during the week uh, if you want to avoid the crowds. But it is a a phenomenal facility and a phenomenal institution, and they have a library there. So the map collection from the Atlanta History Center would be my first recommendation. Another one, it's kind of along the same lines, is the Atlanta Fulton Public Library Collection. This is put together and maintained by the Digital Library of Georgia. So click on that and you will find just a treasure chest. All of, Each one of these links will open up a treasure chest for you uh, if you like historical maps. There is a historic map collection at Emory. That's the third bullet on here. I found a really cool one called the Hargret Rare Map Collection frontier to the new south and that's from the university of georgia um there's another one here called the historic maps vault and that's from the university system of georgia and then last uh, under the past this last link called dynamic map of history this is a pretty cool little tool it's put together i'd never heard of it it's called running reality and and the website is running reality.org. And if you click on this link that says dynamic map of history, it's going to take you to a pretty cool map. And what it is, it's a, it's a map that has an interactive timeline along the top. And what you can do is you can advance through the timeline. And as you advance through it, it's a dynamic map. That's why they call it a dynamic map. It's the, the data is dynamic in, in that it it updates as you advance through the timeline. So it starts, I think, with like 1600s or 1700s. And what you see in the Southeast are these big circles that show the Indian tribes, the lands that they occupied. And then as you go through to 1600 and 1700 and 1800, you can see how this these, these just uh, almost look like amoeba um, um shapes on the map, which are the circles that show where the, where the Indians lived, then they morph into state lines when the state lines were created. And you can just walk yourself right through uh, history. And it's very, very cool. So th there are some links for you uh, for the past. By the way, I'm, I'm going to leave the comments uh, section of this podcast open because I know a lot of you probably are aware of other resources and other links that might be helpful. So I would encourage you, if you think of others that that you that people should know about, other resources where there's maps, feel free to leave those in the comments at the bottom of this podcast. So I'll leave that open for everybody. So then if you scroll down a little bit under this under those bullets under the past, you'll see three of my favorite historical maps. Um, that first one that's kind of a cream color map that very, very rudimentary. 
That's from the mid-1850s. I've read that it's from 1864, but I'm not 100% sure. What, what's beautiful about that, that was the city of Atlanta. I mean, that was it, the city of Atlanta in its entirety in the mid-1850s. And if you notice, it's in a circumference, in a, a circle. That circle is, they call it the incorporation line or this basically the city limits. And so that is what Atlanta looked like in the mid-1850s, probably before the, before the Battle of Atlanta came through here before Sherman and company. Um, and notice what you see in this. I've, I've shown this map many times. I actually had a postcard made from this map one time, and I, and I would give it out when I did the Ring of Fire tours a few years ago when I first created that. Um, this was one of the maps that I created because when you go out there and you, you see you see the triangle there to the, to the left center of the map there, that's called the Y junction, which is W-Y-E. And that that triangle right there, that's the gulch. That That's downtown where the gulch is, where State Farm Arena and the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and where Centennial Yards and all that stuff is. So you can see the three railroad lines that converge and meet right there. That's why Atlanta was started, right? It, it was, it was, it was uh, surveyed to be the terminus of the Atlantic and Western Railroad that that goes up to uh, Chattanooga and points uh, well to Chattanooga to get the goods out of out of Georgia, uh, the so-called inland reach. But anyway, and by the way, if you want to learn more about that, again, Atlanta History Center, their locomotion uh, exhibit uh, is is the place to go to really get up to speed on that. But anyway, um, that's that's the first map. I love that. Really, really cool. Most of those, all of those streets are well, yeah. 99% of the streets that are on this map are still there. Some of them have been renamed, but it's really cool to walk around Atlanta with this map and walk down those streets. It's kind of a cool way to connect with the past. Um, if you scroll down a little bit right below that, I've embedded a link to uh, a podcast that I did called Things Are Heating Up Along Atlanta's Ring of Fire. And this is the, the work that I did several years ago when I when I um, mapped out the different developments that were happening along the so-called Ring of Fire. And if you're interested in that, you can click on that. The next historical map that I've created here is this very colorful map there, another circular map. It's kind of the same map that you just saw a minute ago, except this one's got a little more detail. The color coding, um, this is my understanding, are the wards, I guess the voting wards, like, you know, Old Fourth Ward, which is the only remaining one that we still call, call by that name. But so there were wards, right? Every, every, the, the city had a series of wards that, that were, my understanding was voting, sort of what today you would call a voting precinct. But these were the voting, these were the wards, the, the, the five, the one, two, three, four, five colors. Yeah, exactly. And then you still see the circumference line there. Now notice on this map, you have numbers in the the blocks, right? The, the blocks, this is kind of an old, for those of you in the real estate business, kind of the, the platting system of classification or describing properties there. And if you notice up in the, in the upper left-hand corner, it says, note, these numbers are city numbers and deeds refer to them. They're talking about real estate deeds, you know, uh, the, the ownership deeds for these different properties. So this is how people sort of found, uh, you know, where, where the, where the properties were located. It's very similar to the system that's still used today. The next, the third and last, uh, historical image that I've created for you here is a, is one of the most interesting and really cool resources that's available online. It's called the Sanborn Fire Maps. And if you click on the underneath the on the map, I've got 
in the caption, it says Sanborn Fire Map from 1917. If you click on that, it will take you to a collection where you can drill down into each of these blocks. And notice this one is broken up into the four quadrants of the city, right? Sort of the northwest, northeast, etc. Um, and you can get really detailed. You, the Sanborn fire maps are available. You can actually click on these individual blocks and dive in to those specific um, map blocks. And what you'll see then is you'll get the real detail about the streets. So if you live in any of those areas, this is a real fascinating way to look at the history of Atlanta. It is literally a window into the past. And uh, you can see some pretty incredible detail. What's interesting here is if you'll notice the railroad lines around and through the city, it clearly shows those old belt lines, which is a term they used back in the 1800s to describe these freight train lines that they built around the city, forming almost a belt. And uh, of course, you know the story uh, about the belt lines and how they were uh, are being repurposed into a a biking and walking and maybe a transit system in the future. Um, so, so that is where that came from, but it's really cool to see those original freight train lines, belt lines encircling the city. So if you're interested in that, and by the way, the Sanborn fire maps were just what it sounds like. They had, there were so many fires back then because most structures were made of wood, right? hundred percent wood or predominantly wood. When there were fires, it was not uncommon for fires to spread to other, other structures and properties and literally burn down entire sections of the city. So the Sanborn company did this so that they, in case there was a fire, they could go back and identify or determine who owned what and where after the fire. So very, very kind of an insurance, um, um, tool, if you will. So that's uh, that's what I have to share for the past. Again, if you have any other resources that you think would be cool for for these uh, my readers and, and people that follow this podcast to to um, to know about, please l- share them down in the in the comments below. So the next item in this podcast, if you keep scrolling down through there, is a video, kind of a blast from the past. Uh, I forgot the actual year. This has got to go back to probably, uh, I'm going to say 2017, somewhere between 2016, 17, 18, somewhere in there. I uh, had a a hiking uh, and exploration club called Urban Explorers of Atlanta. Some of you will remember that. And I had started a project which really didn't get very far because I ran out of time and, and, uh, really didn't have the resources to do it properly. So I kind of gave up on it, but it was called Urban Explorers TV. And I, I produced about probably five or six episodes. And this was one of those uh, episodes from Urban Explorers TV. And this is an interview with a really interesting guy, a really wonderful man by the name of Jonah McDonald, who wrote a book, you may recognize the name of it, called Hiking Atlanta's Hidden Forests. So the reason I'm including that is you can see a copy of the book right there on the desk. Um, we did this. Where were we at? Proof? No. Oh, no. We were at the uh, at the bakery uh, shop up. This is Indicator right there on the, off the square uh, in Indicator there. But anyway, uh, really interesting interview. Super nice guy. And I've got a link to his book 
which is full of maps. That's where I'm going with all this, uh, that you can use to explore the, the, the hidden forests of Atlanta. And it is a really wonderful book. In addition to the maps, he's got the champion trees. He's got the birds. He's got the, 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 the species of trees, things. He's got tips and he's got like really, I, f- I forgot how many is, but maybe a hundred different hikes that he's got mapped out in the city. And he is just an awesome guy. So I hope you will uh, go buy his book and, and take a look at that video if you want to see uh, what I was doing a few years ago. So for the present, I've got a lot of a lot of links in here, and I'm going to probably just have to mention some of these and let you click on the rest of them. But I've got this broken down into two categories, informational and recreational. So the informational ones are all really cool maps. Let me just point out a couple. So click on these and go go explore. Again, this is a great thing to do on a rainy day. That second bullet, Midtown Development Tour Map, Midtown Development Tour Map is a pretty cool map. It's a dynamic map that's kind of, I think it's updated on a regular basis that shows all of the major construction projects, major developments, the big high-rise buildings, the condo buildings, the hotels, the commercial office buildings that are in Midtown. I think uh, Midtown ATL, um, the, I don't know if it's the Community Improvement District or who, who exactly is behind it. But anyway, they've, they've created a great map that if you want to see sort of what's going on downtown in a mapped um, way, uh, you can do that. Click on there. You've got the MARTA interactive map, uh, the interactive system map there. There's some geo- DOT maps from the state of Georgia. Oh, there's a really cool map there. One, two, three, four, five bullets down. It's called the Georgia Geologic Survey Maps. If you're into geology, you're going to love this tool. There's the, again, another GDOT map there, uh, Georgia Data Center. Uh, oh, that's a kind of a cool map. You know, data centers are kind of a big thing now. The so-called data centers that Microsoft and DTS and all these other guys are building. I mean, but it's not just these big data center companies and these REITs that are building these things. But there are, you know, basically every company has a data center, right? Every major company. So this is a really cool map that shows you where all the data centers are in the metro Atlanta area. And then I thought you'd enjoy seeing the CSX route map. So I've included that there at the bottom. Again, if you know of any other maps that would be good to help people understand or explore the present day Atlanta, uh, please provide them below. Now, under recreational maps, this is the part I like. I've created a, a a bunch of links right in here. Let me go through them real quick. The first one is interactive maps by yours truly. I have created, as I mentioned earlier, many dozens, probably many hundreds of maps. I call them tools for explorers. And I've 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 housed a lot of them, the, the ones that I think are the most interesting and the most substantive on a website called exploreatlmaps.com. So if you click on that link that says interactive maps by ATL Sherpa, it will take you to that that dashboard and you can can jump to all those different tools. Uh, this is where the whole, this this recent series of posts on my Facebook, there, you know, there's a map for that. Like beer, there's a map for that. Like farmer's markets, there's a map for that. Uh, Want to learn about the Atlanta, a battle of Atlanta, there's a map for that. So that's where that whole thing came from. Then my newest and latest passion, the Appalachian Trail in Georgia. There's some wonderful tools here. 
I would encourage you to get out and discover the Appalachian Trail. There's two links here. One is to the Appalachian Trail in Georgia maps. That's from the Georgia Appalachian Trail Club. It's an organization I joined recently and have gotten involved with. I would encourage you to, to learn about the GATC, join, support them if at all possible. Get your butt up here to North Georgia. It's, a, it's an hour and 15 minutes from Piedmont Park. You can be on the Appalachian Trail. Uh, well, you can be on the Approach Trail, which is, is the eight-mile approach trail to get to the Appalachian Trail in about an hour and 15 minutes from Piedmont Park. That starts at Amicalola Falls State Park. A little bit further up, you can actually get on the Appalachian Trail up at Woody Gap uh, or Neal's Gap. That's where the, the, the trail, the AT, crosses a couple of major highways up here in North Georgia. So you can actually park in some of these. There's some trailhead parking areas where you can actually be hiking on the AT in, in about an hour and a half, 90 minutes from Piedmont Park. So there's no excuse not to. I don't know why it took me so many years. It took me over 30 years to discover the, 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 the AT in Georgia. And had I known about this earlier, I would have been up here a lot sooner. So don't put this off. Get up here. Get out of the city. It's a, you know, you need, you need to recharge your batteries. I promise you. You don't realize how much stress you're under driving around that city with the traffic and the crazy drivers and the hostility and all the rest of it that is there. You don't realize how much stress you're under when you're living in that city. And I promise you, you will find that out if you come up and spend, you need more than a couple of days. You need to come up here and spend a couple of weeks. And that's when you realize how much stress and pressure you're under uh, living in a city like Atlanta. And this is true of any city. I'm not picking on Atlanta, but get out of the city more often. I promise you, it's going to be good for your health. Uh, it's going to be good for your mind, your soul, your body, and everything else. You'll, you'll be glad you did, I promise you. Then there's the third bullet here is the full Appalachian Trail interactive map, Appalachian Trail Conservancy, another phenomenal organization that, run, that, that is, is responsible for uh, you know, maintaining and preserving the, the AT all the way up to Maine. It's a 2,300-mile um, trail. Next bullet, fourth bullet here is the Atlanta Beltline interactive map. Wonderful map. Atlanta Beltline's always created some fantastic tools to help people explore the city. The Path Foundation has really come on strong the last couple of years. They've got, they must have hired some map makers or some design people because they're, they have uh, taken their whole map and marketing uh, and communication uh, game up several notches in the last couple of years. So really, really good stuff. And they're a lot more active now. You know, they're partners with the Atlanta Beltline. They're building trails all over the metro Atlanta area. This is, this is a great link. If you like uh, the whole trail biking and walking and trail system of Atlanta, you will love that link. Then you have the link to Jonah's book, Hiking Atlanta's Hidden Forests. And, and uh, you can click on that and order that from amazon.com. I would encourage you to do that. Uh, and then there is a, an, an online, an app that is probably the best for hikers. It's called uh, All Trails. If you go to alltrails.com, I've got a link directly to the best trails in Georgia. And then finally, I found a, a great website called Discover Georgia Outdoors. And if you click on that last link there, Interactive Trail Map, that will take you directly to that link for that resource. 
got a couple more images. These are some screenshots from some of my interactive maps, the ones that I was talking about before that I designed on Google My Maps. That first one with all the little hops on it is the, uh, it's called atlhops.com. That's my Atlantic craft beer touring map. Uh, actually posted that on the Facebook page today, I think earlier today. And then below that, the, the one that's got the terrain um, map view on it there with the kind of the big red, um, what is that, a trapezoid or anyway, it's, it's a it's a crooked uh, rectangle. It's like the Tower of Pizza rectangle. But anyway, that is the battlefield for the Battle of Atlanta. This map, I think this map has had more views than any other map I've created. It's it's like over 24,000, which is a lot for my maps anyway. And so click on that link and it will take you directly to, there's a lot of stuff in these maps, historical markers, different types of tours. You can do biking tours, walking tours, driving tours, a lot of historical information. I've got videos, images, all kinds of stuff embedded in this map. This is one of those really rich maps. It's got a lot of multimedia stuff in it. So maybe that's the reason this it's, it's been passed around so many times, but anyway, have a look at that. That's two of a, probably 200 maps that I've created in Google my maps. And then last but not least, let's uh, let's talk about the future. Let's forget about the past and get on with the future as Sting would say. And so uh, again, I've got several different links here. That first one, Atlanta's Ring of Fire map by ATL Sherpa. Click on that. That will take you to a map that I created for my Ring of Fire uh, projects. I did a couple of podcasts, pretty elaborate deep dives on all the stuff that's happening down there uh, around the Gulch, which is what I call the Ring of Fire. Uh, There's another wonderful resources that you should be familiar with if you're not. The Atlanta Regional Commission, also known as the ARC, they have a whole section on their website called Data and Maps. If you click on that, it'll take you directly there. The Atlanta Beltline Subarea Master Plans. Uh, These are being updated kind of, sort of, on a regular basis. But this is how I really got uh, sort of interested in or uh, began to write about uh, the future of Atlanta. Back when I was involved with the Beltline six or seven or eight years ago, whenever it was, I, of course, learned about the Beltline sub-area master plans. If you don't know about that, click on that link. Uh, there are 10 sub-areas and each one has its master plan. Uh, if you had known about these master plans 15 years ago, you would probably be a very, very, very wealthy individual because everything you need to know about what was what is happening today in Atlanta was written about 15 years ago when the uh, even more 17 years ago when all of this master planning began. They call it the blueprint for the Atlanta Beltline. So uh, you can still benefit from knowing this stuff. This was the point I used to make when I talked about when I did all those. Uh, transformative development tours, I would I would encourage people to get to know uh, about those master plans and open them and read the darn things and look in them because it literally tells you what's going to happen in the future. So that is a tool for envisioning and planning for the future. That's why they call them master plans. Uh, the future of Atlanta is downtown. This is a recent podcast, just a few days old. I found it. Uh, this is from Central Atlanta Progress. So 
little bias there, but it is it's a good article. Uh, they're they're making the case that the downtown Atlanta uh, is a is well, it's in the early stages of a of a renaissance, the likes of which we haven't seen since uh, uh, Stephen Harriman Long drove that stake in the ground back in the eighteen thirties. Uh, so we will see if the build it and they will come theory uh, works out for those folks that are down there. Uh, very, very optimistic and excited about downtown Atlanta. And then the last link here is it, I, I, I put it here also. This is the, the second link to the same resource. It's called the Midtown Development Tour. And that's my cat, Callie crying in the background. So fortunately, I'm almost done here. But anyway, the Midtown Development Tour map, if you want to see, that's an, I call it a window into the future because half of the projects on that map aren't built yet. So it's it's a cool tool because it shows the construction proje- projects that are recently completed, ones that are in development right now, and the ones that are, are going to be developed uh, in the future. So uh, as I'm sure you know, Midtown Atlanta is the epicenter of growth for Atlanta right now. And uh, it's a very, very exciting place to be and to explore. And this map will give you a window into the future of Midtown Atlanta. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up, call it a day. I've got uh, some things I've got to do this afternoon. But again, uh, if you found this helpful, please feel free to share it. Um, I think you know, uh, Exploring Atlanta the, this this podcast is a reader-supported publication. Uh, to receive new posts and support my work, please consider becoming a free or paid member. You can also donate subscriptions, uh, and there's a, a 10% discount for group subscriptions. So if you click on those buttons at the bottom of this podcast, you can get information about all of that. And one last reminder, if you know of any other links to other resources, whether that's the past, the present, or the future that has to do with maps, please share them in the comments below. I appreciate your attention. I appreciate your support as always. And I look forward to seeing you on another episode of Exploring Atlanta. This is Steve Sines, your ATL Sherpa.